At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSEN, the sports betting network. Hour number three of The Nightcap here on VSEN, a entertaining finish to a interesting game to say the least 29 to 27 Pittsburgh Steelers win they get the cut they do not get the cover I beg your pardon they overhit or makes it more interesting yeah Bears are unlucky makes it more interesting all right each and every Monday we bring in our friend Brad Powers to break down the fresh board out there even though these lines have moved and Brad of course was firing away yesterday as he always does uh, but can I please give Brad some credit? Absolutely. Because I love when guys come on here and they hit it out of the park. And please last do. week he gave us Purdue plus three winner. Ole Smart Miss man. minus nine winner. Mm-hmm. A little matching to get the week started during the week. Plus seven and a half. They won outright. And Old Dominion minus two and a half. Now he did lose his best bet, but that's really Notre Dame's fault because they played good run defense for the first time all year. <laughs> and he could not have anticipated that. <laughs> Marcus Freeman was but challenging everyone in practice, apparently. Fresh off a of four and one week. We'd like to welcome to the night yeah. our good friend Brad Powers. What's, What's up, Brad? bro? Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. <laughs> um might have to hire Sean as my hype man. You see that? I even blame your one <laughs> loss on the actual culprit, which is 
Tim Murray's <laughs> Notre Dame fighting Irish. <laughs> Brad's a big Notre Dame fan too, by the way. It didn't fit the narrative for what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Brad, so many games to uh to kind of bounce around to. Let's start with Baylor hosting Oklahoma. Uh Oklahoma off a of bye week uh two weeks ago. Uh, finally got a emphatic cover, granted playing a team that had just fired their coach. Uh, but we've got Oklahoma laying five and a half. Uh, it's moved a little bit towards Baylor here uh, in this spot, a 11 a.m. local game. So we've got a total also of 62 and a half. Anything you played in this one so far? Yeah, I disagree with the line movement. I, I laid six with Baylor. I, I thought the line might go up to seven because it looked like finally for the first time this season the light bulb went on for Oklahoma you, and their let Brad, just game. to just to clarify, you said so you laid it with Oklahoma. I laid it with Oklahoma. Okay. Yep, I, I laid the six. And obviously the lines moved against me. I could have gotten a better number, but uh, you know the light bulb finally went on for the Sooners, in my opinion, in the last game. I thought the bye week came at the right time as they gear up for their final three games of the season. And, you know, I'm not overwhelmed. That I'm not sure that Baylor offensively can go score for score with the Sooners. So give me Oklahoma on this one. Well, I want to get to another game. And uh, you were on Purdue last week. I was too. Uh, Sean, Sean did not agree and was not happy about the result. Uh, but it was, a, it was a classic letdown spot for Michigan State coming off the Michigan game going on the road. Now we've got Purdue fresh off that incredible win, second top five win of the year, and they've got to go to Ohio State. And this line is sitting at circa 20 and a half. You can get some other 20s. It's a letdown spot, certainly for Purdue, and we saw them off of Iowa lose by 17 to Wisconsin the following week. Is this too many points, though? Can Ohio State put it on Purdue? Yeah, that's a tough one. That's one that I didn't bet on the side. My numbers say Ohio State, but you know, I'm—I'll tell you, I'm not sure how great Ohio State is because if you start going through the Buckeye schedule, look at like the top three or four teams they've played so far this season, and it doesn't look overall that great. I mean, lose to Oregon at home, struggle with Penn State at home. Nebraska, power rating wise, is a top thirty team, and obviously that was a struggle last week. So. Yeah, I think 20 is a, a little high for, you know, the Buckeyes offense, what I've seen the last couple of weeks. What I did bet, I thought the total opening at circuit 66.5 was too high, and I bet the other. All right, so you went with the under uh, on uh, on that one, Ohio State and Purdue, which uh, you, wow, you got at 66.5. Yeah, it's at 60. 61.5, yeah. so Brad was absolutely on the right side on that one. At Brad Power 7 is where you can follow Brad on Twitter. Each and every Monday he joins us in this spot. And uh, what do you got? With the big line movement, Brad, on that total, would you go over 61 and a half, or you still think it's going to be a lower scoring game than that? I think money is going to come in on the over. So uh, I would say if you want to bet the over, do it now. I think you'll get some buyback. And I'm expecting the line probably to close in the 63 range. Well, you know, we always on this show look at, you know, possible letdown spots after big wins. Um, You wouldn't think it, but. It was uh, it was a storm. Uh, uh, there was uh, they were storming the field in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, after UNC as a favorite beat a top ten team, uh, and now UNC short week has to go to Pittsburgh. Uh, I don't know if we'll get any visions of what this disaster of Monday Night Football was, but uh, Kenny Pickett and company laying six and a half. Is this a spot to uh, fade UNC? Can they slow down Kenny Pickett in this offense? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not ideal by any stretch of the imagination. Short week playing a, a pit team that, you know, when they're on, I mean, pit, I mean, I have pit in my top 15 of my power ratings. Uh, I know they have a, two clunkers as far as losses against Western Michigan and Miami, but I mean, if we get good pit here, then they should cover the spread. I'm anxious to see what the field conditions are. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple nights after a Monday night football game, and you got a total that's sitting there at 74. I know you want to go over with these two teams, but I'm anxious to see what the field conditions are because that's one where I might get, in, get involved uh, live if it's not looking good and bet the under. Yeah, uh, that is uh, that's, that's actually a good thought because it. I mean, it's a grass field. It you know, chunks were coming out. Um, and uh, this short week turnaround. It's November. They play high school football championship games Ooh. there. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to go under. What about Wake Forest in a bounce-back spot, potentially? They've got a big game against NC State. Remember, they lost to UNC. While it hurts their chances to make the playoff, it doesn't hurt their chances to win the ACC. That was a non-conference game. So Dave Clawson and company still have everything in front of them to try to win the ACC and head to a New Year's Six Bowl. They host NC State. Uh, I thought they would be a maybe a little bit of a dog here. They are a slight favorite. Do you like Wake or NC State? Anything in this one? No, I agree with you. NC State for me. I was hoping uh, it would bounce at three and stay there for a little bit so I can get heavily involved on NC State. But, yeah, I think NC State's the better team, certainly the more balanced team with the better defense. So, yeah, Wolfpack to me. I thought the line would be in the pick range. So, there's certainly anything. With a plus number with the Wolfpack uh, is ideal for me. Well, speaking of Pickham, uh, I was I was a little surprised to see this. Uh, Penn State at home is a pick against Michigan. Um, you know, Michigan maybe a little bit banged up in the backfield. I think Corum, right, he got hurt uh, over the weekend. So how healthy will he be? Uh, this line seemed interesting to me. Is this telling us that, you know, Penn State is possibly the right side on Saturday? I think they are. I didn't get to the window yet. Uh, I mean, power ratings perspective, you know, I, I got to write a pick, but, you know, it really depends, again, what Penn State team's going to show up. The, the team that almost won in Columbus uh, or, you know, bookend by the team that, uh, you know, almost lost outright to Illinois in nine overtimes. And then even last week, I bet Penn State cast the ticket, but I wasn't overly impressed with the Nittany Lions. Uh, Michigan. We'll see how. Let's see late in the week what the injury report is. I'm right as of right now, it doesn't look that good for Michigan. Talk once again to Brad Powers at Brad Powers Seven. All right, Brad. Uh, let's give you a little bit of time to breathe here on the board right now. What is your favorite play available? I like Boston College plus two against Georgia Tech. I think that their season is rejuvenated with the return of Phil Dracovic. Uh I know he didn't look 100 percent healthy, but he just gives them some extra energy and also him running around. Yeah. Yeah. It gives them a much better run threat there at quarterback. So keep in mind, you got three, four games with BC with a backup quarterback. As far as all the stats and data, I think that's, you know, creating some value in the marketplace. I like BC plus two. They went out, right? We got, uh, we got six action action. Yes, we do. It's three tomorrow, <laughs> three on Wednesday. Uh, you rolled with the Bobcats. That one came home outright last week. Of the six games that we're going to be staring at and craving to bet, which, by the way, betting Maction, just be careful. Don't go crazy because that <laughs> conference is nuts. Uh, anything that you like right now on the board uh, over the next two nights with the Maction? Well, I did get involved uh, quite a bit, but the lines have moved. I mean, my favorite bet was Toledo minus seven. That's moved three and a half points through a key number of 10. Uh, I want to keep an eye on that. I think 
I mean, I made the bet on Northern Illinois plus three. It's down to two and a half. If Rocky Lombardi is cleared for Northern Illinois, he's their quarterback. Northern Illinois should be favored. So, as of right now, keep an eye on that one. That would be my favorite bet on the board. That game is uh, Wednesday night, so we have a couple days to uh, to see things uh, clear up there. Uh, curious what your numbers say on this one. It's going to be prime time down in Charlottesville. Brennan Armstrong against BYU two weeks ago came off the field and told his uh, staff, my ribs are broken. Uh, Bronco Mendenhall said it is a day-to-day thing. It might be a game-time decision. Uh, right now, Notre Dame laying 5.5 at Virginia with a total of 64.5. Is this a wait-and-see situation with Brendan Armstrong? You know, yeah, I mean, if he plays, yeah, I, I could see Virginia being the right side, but I bet Notre Dame. I, I mean, I thought it was kind of a free roll. Uh, you know, the line seems about right if, if Armstrong's going to play, uh, according to my numbers, but if he doesn't play, Notre Dame should be laying more than a touchdown here, so uh, I went ahead and bet the Irish, and I was, anything under six, I think uh, it's worth at least a shot here, uh, Flyer, and then we can watch the injury report later in the week on Armstrong. Yeah, I would say, I mean, even if you I mean, you know, Sean, I don't know if you play with broken ribs, but even if he's playing in the way that he plays, might be far from yep. 100%. Right quick, Brad, before we let you go, Georgia, unequivocally the best team in the country, but Tennessee, Josh Heupel, has them playing better. Will you believe in Tennessee at all, laying almost three touchdowns on Saturday? Yeah, I did bet Tennessee, like the Vowels. I think it's a really tough matchup for Georgia's defense, toughest they've seen all season. There we go. Brad, always appreciate it. Great stuff as always, and uh, have yourself a winning weekend. All right. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Take there care. he is, Brad Powers, at Brad Powers. Seven. Man, mold through. How many games there? Ten? Whew. Good job by us. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. 
And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSEN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, well, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philly, Pittsburgh, LA with Danielle Alvari, and now Will the Thrill Hill covering New York. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Sean King, Tim Murray, just had Brad Powers on the program. Uh, let's run down just real quickly uh, the plays that he hit on. Now, once again, he doesn't love all of these, but he's personally better. Well, he, he likes them. But he likes them. Yeah. I mean, he said he'll, he'll tell you the truth one he way or the other. He likes Oklahoma. Playing five and a half yep, at, at Baylor. Baylor. He likes that. He likes uh, Ohio State. Over, over 61 and a half, mm-hmm. but he said he got it at 66. Right, yes. And played the under. Yes. Yeah, he played under 66 and a half. He thinks it'll settle somewhere around 63. Yeah. Uh, he likes Pitt minus the six and a half. By the way, uh, if you want to play the over on Purdue and Ohio State, and I'm not, I'm not saying I do, but right now, at this very moment, Circa just went to 59 and a half. So... If you like the over in that game, potentially, uh, I would look at the I mean, over. You should take that. I mean, you think Ohio State's offense is the greatest thing ever in college football, so you should ride with it. Uh, Pitt. Never seen He that. likes Pitt laying six and a half. Yep. And under 74 and a half. Yeah, but he said that's more of a With wait field and see. Conditions. Let's look right, at the, the field, field conditions. conditions that came in Pittsburgh short week off Monday Night Football. He likes NC State plus the two at Wake Forest. Yep. Thinks they're the better team. He likes Toledo minus seven, but I think the number's up to minus ten, 10 and a half already. He said, "Keep an eye on Northern he Illinois." Likes, he likes Notre Dame minus the five and a half. Yep, yep. And he likes Tennessee plus the twenty-one. Thinks that's a tough matchup for Georgia's defense. Now his second biggest play was NIU plus two and a half, but he said, "Wait, make sure NIU's quarterback 
is going to play. It's a Wednesday night game, if I'm not Wednesday mistaken. night game uh, at, yeah. at home against Ball State. Rocky Lombardi, uh, their quarterback, Michigan State transfer. Right. Uh, I, I he thinks NIU should be favored in that game. Correct. And his play of the week, mm-hmm. uh, which would do me – this would make me really happy if I could back this play and win since my friends are so-called friends or – I'm going to just call them people I work with right now because they didn't take the time to explain to me what the Red Bandana game was. And all of them were joking and cashing Boston College tickets. But Brad Powers loves Boston College plus the two points. They are playing Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. On the road. Yeah, he thinks their season has been rejuvenated. Phil Jerkovich, I think that's how you say it. Second game back, he likes them. You know, to cover the two. It's down to one and a half, I think I saw. Yeah, one and so a half. if you're going to take uh, Boston College, you probably need to get on them. Looks like, uh, yeah, Westgate, uh, that line is moving a little bit. So, so his biggest two plays, Boston College plus two, NIU plus two and a half. There you go. Uh, I'll, I'll follow him on Boston College. Ride that momentum with your starting quarterback back. Like, I don't know if I'm late to the party and I like should just stay home tonight or – if the party's going to keep going, so I might as well get there now. I just don't know what to think about Georgia Tech. I don't think they're, they're that. so they're, wishy-washy. Yeah, they, that's Jeez. a great way uh, to, to classify them. But, you know, I, I can you outside of Georgia, Sean, can you pretty much say that about everyone? I mean, who do you trust? Well, I think Michigan State is pretty consistent. Oh, for the love of God. Yeah. You don't agree with that? No, I don't. Yeah, they They just lost by 11. To Purdue. Sometimes teams lose. Well. I mean, nobody expects the NFL guys to go undefeated. Why do you expect the college kids? Like, they lose a game and everybody, like, loses their mind. So, is it consistent to give up 540 passing yards to Purdue? Yeah, they've been doing that quite a bit. Okay, yeah. They've been in the 400s multiple times. They're definitely not, like, what you would call a premier secondary. (laughs) (laughs) But, that's. Can we get to some serious, like, Oregon. Oregon this weekend. They got the cover. Uh, it wasn't pretty. You played Washington on the road. Yeah, I loved Oregon uh, in that game. You know, it's 24-16. Jimmy Lake, the brilliant genius that he is, decided to punt, and the punter, the long snapper snapped it over the punter's head. Uh, I feel bad for him, but he probably won't be the head guy. No. That, long that was an overreaction I had earlier this year. That he What do you think about Oregon? This Two touchdowns with Washington State coming to town. I, I don't know what to think of Washington State. I mean, they. I feel like this is a game to back them. They just seem like one of those teams when you think they're not going to play, they play, and when you think they're going to play. I think the only time you've backed them and been right was Oregon State, Washington State. I love that spot. Yeah. I haven't really bet against them. I mean, so since their coach was fired. like, what, 3-1? They, and one? they covered against BYU. They lost. Right. And then they beat Arizona State, and now they've had an off week. So this seems like a team that – and what have we said consistently about Oregon? They play to the level of their competition. Right. So, yeah, I mean, getting two touchdowns. By the way, I, I'm playing – I'm taking anybody that's playing against Stanford. Oh, yeah, Tanner McKee. The rest of the season. If he is they, – they, I'll be Oregon State uh, minus the 11. They got obliterated by Utah. I think Utah – this is a tricky spot for Oregon because they're laying 14. Next week they go to Utah, which I think is a very, Boy, very I hope, tough I spot. I hope Oregon's favorite. Man, I they hope will they be. do. Short. Oh, I hope they're favorite. I'm going to be on Utah. Me I think too. Utah wins Heavy. Out, right? That's what I'm so, saying. So what this I'm trying to get to is, and we'll find out the rankings tomorrow, and you, I thought, as there were maybe a couple people who weren't very happy with you, but I thought what you said was correct, which was 
saying that Cincinnati stopped complaining and take care of business. And what do they do, Sean? They eke out a win against it's a Tulsa. three and five Tulsa team that just Jeez. lost the Navy. So Cincinnati, I still believe, has a shot to get in. If they go zero. No, I can't say zero. Zero. Because if Oregon loses. They 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 wouldn't get in over Wake Forest. If Wake Forest runs the table and wins ACC. Yes, they would. No. I would I will bet you a lot of money that they would get in over Wake nope. Forest. Yes. Since he's done. They're Put a not, fork in them. No. Because they still have, have, had grilled they still have the Notre Dame win. Have you ever had grilled Bearcats? In the Houston game, Houston will be ranked by the time they Houston play in the Houston was just life and death for University of South Florida. I mean, they were life and death this past Saturday. I believe someone met, put that in a letdown spot. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Cincinnati plays South Florida this week on a Friday night. <clears throat> yeah, South Florida's not like a gauge. I'm just saying. I understand. Yeah. But Houston, you can't just say. Would you lay the points for Cincinnati Friday night? Uh, I don't know. I've laid three and a half. I laid the points with them the past two two weeks, and yeah. they have let me down. I like the over. I think South Florida's yeah South Florida's an over team. So they're just good enough on offense to score in the twenties, and they're terrible on defense. But here's the thing: so Oregon didn't look great, and I still think Utah could beat them outright. I like Utah. And if Utah wins that game, Oregon's done. They're out. Right. Alabama. Didn't play very well this weekend. Life and death with LSU. I was pulling for LSU. So Alabama, right now, the way that they're playing, do you believe that that offense, which struggled against LSU, can do enough against Georgia to win that game? I don't think many people do. And then you've got Ohio State uh, or Michigan State still hanging around. And we've got to continually pump. And you've got Oklahoma. We've got to pump up Alabama. There'll never be a greater opportunity to make a massive bet than if Alabama wins out and is under three-point dog to Georgia. They won't, Georgia be, they won't be under three. I think it'll be... Anything under a touchdown. It'll be under a touchdown. Free money. Alabama's not a touchdown away from Georgia this year. I mean, that's a 14, 17-point game. Easy. So we need Alabama to actually win. Because if it's anybody else... In the game against Georgia, it'll be 17, 20 points. And I, I'll be spread. honest, I don't want to sit here and pretend like I'm not a Cincinnati hater. I think last year's team was better. Yeah, they're not. I mean, and I think right now, and Jerome Ford got hurt. Hopefully, that's not serious. Listen, when you just are, I, this is what I do. Wait, I get beat up so much on Twitter and in person. You've been defending Cincinnati all people year, will, and now people are crushing people you just for attack being honest. Me, and I tell people, I'm just a news anchor. I just report the news. You know, I didn't have anything to do with how Cincinnati played against Tulsa, but I watched it, and they didn't look like a team that deserved to be in the college football playoff. They haven't playoff. looked like a team since the Notre Dame game. They yeah. haven't looked like a team that don't get mad at me. Get mad at them of being there. Play better. And honestly, the way Notre Dame's playing right now, I think Notre Dame would beat them. But they did yeah, play. I'm not gonna go that but far. But the fact of the no, I would. They probably get up for Notre Dame. But the fact of the matter is, we can't do that because. Would you say Ohio State would beat Oregon now? Maybe, but they played the game no, and won team no, one. No, Ohio State is average. I can't wait. You can't just sit here and say everyone sucks. I didn't say they sucked. I said they're average. Ohio State this year is average. They're not dominant. Okay, they may not be dominant. They're going to beat Michigan State. Not gonna have, that'll be a cigar bet. double digit. That'll be a cigar bet for us. Put it us. in right now. No, nah, no, nah, we'll wait. Let's put it in right now. No, no, you're, you're Mr. Confident over there, Mr. So Bravado. you guys you guys that follow us, and we really appreciate all of our followers, you know how big of a Duke men's basketball fan I am. 
Tim Murray will not give me a cigar bet Why would for I? tomorrow night's game. Why would I? I, I have not seen Kentucky play. I haven't seen Duke play. I don't care. I'm not going to make a flim flammery, to use your line, make a cigar bet with Aaron. That's copyrighted. Why would I bet? I don't care. I'll watch the game. It's the nightcap here on Visa. This is the nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Prop track now available at vcin.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to vcin.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at vcin.com slash NFL. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. The Pittsburgh Steelers, a winner over the Chicago Bears tonight. 29-27, the overhitting in this game. And, Sean, we just saw the legend that is Cassius Marsh Marsh, uh, (laughs) at the podium. I'm over here tweeting. Looking like, uh, what'd you say? Uh, Game of Thrones, newest cast member. He's <laughs> got a fur coat. My man. Uh, He's definitely from Winterfell. I just, I just tweeted out the, uh, the, the Deion Sanders quote. If you look good, you feel good. If yeah. you feel good, you I play good. <laughs> if you play good, they pay good. Uh, but Cassius March, known for the taunting after he sacked Ben Roethlisberger and did a body kick. Pretty good one. <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't split your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Cassius Marsh. Would I get your point? It was impressive. It was a very good What's kick. What's it called? A round kick? I, I don't know. He like Round house around. or something? I don't know. He got that from Mortal Kombat as a kid. Yeah. Then he started taunting. <laughs> Steelers. See, I don't think staring is taunting. I don't either. Initially, we, we blamed him because we thought he was yelling at the punter coming on the field. I mean, come on. I mean, we're going back to the 1940s. Guys used to get arrested for reckless eyeballing. Like, come on, man. So he's rolling back, and then Tony Carrente. He was looking at me. The 70-year-old ref sticks his backside out, gets bumped into, throws the flag. Yeah. So we've got a quote from a pool reporter from Tony Carrente. I saw the player after he made a big play run toward the bench area of the Pittsburgh Steelers and posture in such a way that I felt he was taunting them. First of all, he didn't run anywhere. He kind of made the sack, did the roundhouse kick, and never really left like a little two-and-a-half, three-yard bubble. (laughs) (laughs) So I mean, I don't know. First of all, the whole premise has started off with a lie. I saw him run. When you like, just read that sentence again. Read it. Read it again for me. I saw the player after he made a big play run toward the bench area. So now stop pit. right there. If you're listening to that in your mind, you see him at the combine in a three-point stance running towards the Steeler bench. None of that happened. Right. He took like three steps. 
and they were slow, methodical. Like, he definitely was looking at them. But, I mean, come on, ref. That's, some of these guys are too old, man. You got to retire some of these older referees. And it, to me, it felt like Carrenti was waiting for him to bump into him. No, he bumped into Marsh. Yeah. He yeah. Didn't Mar- if Marsh should have threw the flag. Marsh should have reached in Carrenti's pocket and pulled the flag out and threw the flag because the ref bumped into him. Like, you can visibly see him move back into the player. I mean, at the end of the day, the play. But you see this all the time. Yeah, like, that it... pettiness, like that almost like I'm going to prove a point. Like, oh, yeah. I'm going to show you. Like, they don't have any place Refs in professional are... sports. Just call the fouls and don't call the fouls. I, mean, I tell you the what. The non-fouls. When I go and pay my, you know, hard-earned money or, you know, my gambling winnings off of betting against Wake Forest – to go to a, a football game, <laughs> I want to see the refs take over. You know, yeah. there's nothing more that I love to see the refs take over. And like, game. if I was a referee, like the way you handle you be a referee. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. The way you handle that is a <laughs> hey, five nine. That's enough. Now get on back to your sideline. Right. That's how you handle that. Like, you don't sit there, like, with his little pouty lips. You know how he, he perked his lips out? I'm going to prove a point. Like, he already had his hand on the flag. He was ready. Yeah, then the guy's walking to him. You know, you ever been in the hallway, and the guy is clearly, like, on your side? Mm-hmm. Like, and he act like he's not going to move? Like, that's what the ref was doing. Yeah. That's when you have to get real big, and, you know, okay, partner. Let's take it that in. If that's how you're feeling tonight, let's take it there. <laughs> See, now, if he would have touched him for bumping into him, if, if Marsh would have reacted right. and shoved the ref or something, then he would have fell on the ground and act like Mike Tyson had just hit him. He probably, I mean, when, Mar- no when place Marsh for bumped that. into him, he probably was like, oh, I'm sorry. Offici- of- officials are supposed to officiate the game. They're not supposed to create morality. They're not supposed to supervise celebrations. Like, they're not supposed to control energy and emotion. Just referee the game, partner. If someone's holding, call the holding. <laughs> I agree. I, I, I could not agree more. Like, these guys are like they deacons in a Baptist church, you know, <laughs> trying to have Bible study. Like, all right, you're going to read Jeremiah 6 and 12 or else. Like, God, I hate refs sometimes, man. Jeez. <laughs> now, you know the worst, and then I get off my soapbox, is when you get closer to the goal line, and a guy clearly, like, is landed on the one-yard line, and you got this one, it's always an older white guy on the goal line. He's waddling in because not really running. Like, his heels are hitting the ground before his toes. And he, like, comes with this imaginary spot, and you're like, come on, bro, you can't be serious right here. Just watch it from now on. Just watch it. I will. Yeah, watch it. It's unbelievable. By the way, uh, not to belabor the point on Cincinnati, but – Tulsa's quarterback giving himself up early. It was 28-20. Dude dives into the end zone. He was a, it was a Taylor Heineke yeah. from a couple weeks ago. He didn't ago. even try and score. Like, like I don't know what, what he was you, doing. Like, what are you point shaving? Like, what are we doing? Yeah, I don't know. It's like he was afraid to get hit or something. I don't know what that you, was about. You know they can't hit you once you cross yeah, that I, line. I, it's a I, touchdown. I, I thought that was strange. There was a couple different games going on then. Yeah. I think I was wholeheartedly pulling for Tennessee. I mean, uh, LSU. Oh, yeah. To beat Bama. But. I don't know. Who knows if they'd have got a two-point conversion, but I just think it makes my case that, I mean, since he's not playing at a level. You got to, uh, yeah. You know, where they have a legit argument. And I felt like they get up 14 nothing against Tulsa, and I felt like, okay, here you go. They're going to take – and then I, it is 
And SMU lost again this weekend, lose to Memphis, so that game now in a couple weeks. By the way, I think. Scott Seidenberg, no, shout to him. Yeah, Scott liked the. Uh, Memphis with Hennigan playing. He did. Also, Banksy. Yeah. Memphis and Old Dominion. 2-0 week for Banksy. And Wilbo like Denver. I mean, they win. We, just got, we, get, we have to start blindly betting with those guys. Yeah, I don't know about that. No, we have to. I mean, when you're, when you, you're hot, you're hot. You, you can do that. Listen, when you're hot, you're hot. I was like, hey, Banksy. I mean, if Seth Hennigan plays, he was like, yeah. yeah. Like, I was thinking about this. So, Banksy and Wilbo went 3-0. Went three and oh. Yep. Kenny White went 3-0. and oh. What did you do on your bankroll? Yeah, I picked a bad game. I had Wake Forest. They were up 45 to 20, 48, 40 or 45, 27 in some kind of way lost. Mm, yeah. Did West Virginia stay under? That game stayed under, right? Uh, I think so. I don't know. Uh, well, we got a couple minutes. Uh, we'll probably carry this over into the next segment, though. Are you surprised that right now at DraftKings, Josh Allen and Tom Brady are co-favorites to win MVP? Oh, not at all. I was shocked when you said Cooper Cup was the favorite to win MVP last week. All, you know, offensive player of the year. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. yeah. Uh, Josh Allen and Brady, yeah. I mean, I think Lamar Jackson, if he keeps doing what he's going to do, and is ultimately going to win it. So, if you guys are Lamar Jackson fans, I would, like last week when I said that, he's 25 to 1. Yeah, we've been, yeah. I feel like this show has been saying that all week. Yeah, all, I, he's all the one that I would keep weeks. buying stock. Like I buy, if you bought he it last does, week at twenty five to one, I buy it this week at ten to one. He does so much for that team. I guess the question I've always had about him this year is: Is it sustainable? Yeah. And as we talked to Mike Sando a little bit earlier in the show, there does seem to be something off there. But Lamar, you know, the knock on Lamar Jackson has always been: Well, when you get behind, you can't come back. He's now overcome three double digit deficits this year. They were down fourteen nothing early. I mean, they a, were getting smoked he's yesterday. A baller. He's phenomenal. Yeah. He is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, you could end up having him. If you've been buying Lamar Jackson's stock, you could have him at 100 to 1. So, Kyler Murray, does his MVP candidacy take a hit from yesterday? Because, no, because he's I've out, never... DeAndre's out, and they ball out and smash the 49ers with Colt McCoy. I never really felt like... Kyler was a legit threat to win it this year. Really? I think this year is setting Kyler up to be a legit threat next year. Oh, I see. When I just looked at the the, the season arc that Rodgers, that Brady, that these guys are on, I thought it was going to be hard for an Arizona Cardinal to win NFL MVP. But if they go 14-3? I don't think they're going 14-3. You thought they were going 17-0 like three weeks ago. Yeah. And really, they got an easy schedule because their division ended up not being great. San Francisco with the injuries. Russell Wilson out at Seattle. Well, he's back now. Hopefully. Coming back on uh, coming back this week against the Green Bay Packers. Put out a video. Have they announced that? You know, I just thought he's, well, he's available. He put out a video. So that's all you, all you need to know. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Duke plays tomorrow. Sean's got a full breakdown for you next right here on the Nightcap.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSEN, the sports betting network. Great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN wrapping things up. Scott Seidenberg with the look ahead coming up next. He's hanging out with Mr. King on uh, Friday, holding it down. 
talking about Memphis. That was one of his uh, plays on VEASAN.com as well. A great, great call by uh, Scott as that one came home outright uh, there for the Memphis Tigers. Good write-up on the website. Got college basketball starting tomorrow. Uh, we'll start our thoughts and preparations for week nine of the NFL season. Week nine or week ten? Uh, ten. Week ten. 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 Week ten of the NFL season. Week 11 of the college football season. And we've got Maction tomorrow, so we got a whole lot. And Sean King's beloved Duke Blue Devils, they're going to be on, Sean, yep. around, I would say, 6.45 hour time. Yep, yep. I mean, are you going to be capable of hosting a I'll be in and out. A show? I'll be in and out. <laughs> yeah, and I have one Duke stuff tomorrow, so pardon me. I'll be jacketless. I'll be jacketless. Yeah, I'm going home and wear my Duke stuff. All right, we can wear your Duke oh, yeah. paraphernalia. Facts. Yeah. yeah. Never even seen you wear a Tulane shirt, but yet you're going to wear a Duke shirt. Have you looked at us play football this year? I mean, you, you did go there. I don't know, just yeah. represent. Well, I mean, when they start playing better. Um, so I do want to acknowledge yes. to our listeners, our viewers, that tonight is a very special event. Okay. Coach Mike Shashevsky, who has been the face of college basketball in a lot of ways for years, um, has led the U.S. Olympic team to gold medals, has won multiple national championships, has produced endless numbers of elite NBA players and elite men, begins his last campaign as head coach of the Duke Blue Devils. And I think that's pretty significant and special and Shout out to Mike on all the lives he's changed, on all the success he's had. May this last run be his best. You and uh, Matt Eumann should have a conversation uh, about Coach K. Uh, you guys have, uh, I think, different, different opinions, differing, differing viewpoints okay. on, uh, on, on Mike Krzyzewski. But uh, looking forward to that one tomorrow. Uh, that is part of the uh, Champions Classic. It is at Madison Square Garden. Busy day tomorrow at Madison Square Garden because first up it's Michigan State taking on Kansas. Uh, Kansas and that one is what they're laying five and a half, I believe. Um, so that is it's a big game there. Is Kansas full go? Uh, Jalen Wilson is not going to be playing. Right. That game is down to four and a half. He got in trouble or something, didn't he? Yeah, he had DUI. Yeah, thought yeah. I saw that pop up. Uh, so he's suspended. I think the first three games. I, I, I kind of like Cal, Cal State Bakersfield. I think UCLA is a little overrated. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, then we got Kentucky Duke. Uh, the easy. Bonnies. The easy, Bonnies. That's easy Duke win. A, that's a team that uh, that producer Aaron Oster is a big fan of. I am too. I like St. Bonaventure. going to be really good. Uh, veteran-laden team uh, was kind of ahead of pace. There's a couple teams like Alabama. Minus 20? Yeah. Going against the Siena Saints. Huh. Um, two plays that I've got. I want to give a shout-out to our guy Jim Root. Last week uh, was on the show. Game that he pinpointed for opening night was Florida International at Georgia. And this line opened 11 here at Circa. And right now, Sean, down to eight and a half. Big difference. I was just texting with him, and he thinks, like he said last night on the show, he believes that Florida International could win this game outright. Well, I'd probably go that route, and I'll feel better. Rather, I took, than, rather, I took than, taking, rather than taking the eight and a half 
because I did not bet it earlier. Well, I saw I saw these lines post, and that yeah. was the first one I looked for was uh, Jim's recommendation. So I took the eleven and another game I'm on. I'll be on this one during the show. Um, gonna be on UC Riverside at San Diego State tomorrow. That's night. a late game, late start. Seven seven o'clock hour time, right when the show starts. Okay, I'll be taking UC Riverside. On uh, on San Diego State, UC Riverside. I, I miss these lines today. Me and the wife are on like a Netflix binge. That's all right. You can yeah. still get UC Riverside at fourteen. I don't move numbers like Jim Root moves numbers. You know. I'm going to take FIU money line. All right, yeah, go if, for it. If you're right, be right all the way. Yeah. All right. So there you go. A uh, little college hoops. Sean's going to be excited about his Dukies. Uh, I'm going to go play a couple uh, futures plays today. Uh, I've got a bunch for national championships. I've got Villanova. Mm-hmm. Got them at twenty-five to one back in April. Uh, I've got. I've got uh, Texas, Arkansas. Uh, I got to look. Got to look at the portfolio. A couple of them, but I'm gonna play uh, Houston to win the AAC. All right. And I think I'm gonna take Colorado State to win the uh, Mountain West. Okay. Veteran team there, Nico Medvedev. Uh, and then uh, I might just take a flyer on Milwaukee to win. Uh, the, like the University the of Milwaukee Horizon. or yeah. Milwaukee? The Milwaukee, University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. Okay. Patrick Baldwin, when you've got the best player in the league at 750 at stations, worth a little, 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 little sprinkle. All right. I'm going to have to ride your coattails on this college basketball until we get to the end of football yeah, season. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's, you know. Yeah. Tomorrow, by the way, is the craziest day of the college basketball season. There's like 135 I was going to say, I was, I was looking at it's crazy. all Division One games. It yeah. was like a gazillion. It's Bonkers, and it starts. First game starts three o'clock Eastern, noon Pacific tomorrow. Alcorn State and Washington State, and shout out to my guy at Mount St. Mary's. The NEC champs get Villanova to start the season four thirty Eastern on FS1. I will absolutely be watching that tomorrow afternoon. Fired up to see my dude Dan Engelstad on the sidelines. All right. Um, Wrapping things up here, Sean. We got some action tomorrow. Uh, you like anything? No, not really. Come on. I don't know. You're the one last week who said, I don't like anything. I'm not betting any more action. Then you walked in with well, re- sides and totals of every game. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Take the points of Buffalo at Miami of I was Ohio. I going to say maybe. I mean, Ohio's coming off of an outright win. Maybe they're getting it turned around. Yeah, take the six. Eastern Michigan coming off their outright win, too. Yeah. I might just bet the three overs, and I'm probably at least going to go two and one. 52 and, 57 and yeah. a half, 60 and 62. Yeah. Right? Don't worry about anything. Just bet the overs. Last week, the midweek matchings. Uh, there were two games that stayed under. I thought it was just one. One. It was four and one to the yeah. over. Um, by the way, uh, Steph Curry tonight, yeah, he was uh, decent. Steph Curry went for 50 tonight as Golden State got a 127-113 win. Golden State now 9-1 awesome. on the, the season. Beat the Hawks. Yeah. Steph had 50-10-7, and seven, hit nine three-pointers, Sean. And something we need to start keeping more of an eye on now that NBA is here. And last year when the show started in February, every Warriors game the market couldn't set it high enough for, for the, the number of or well, the number of three pointers he would make. I mean, and he had nine tonight. He was spectacular. He's One, pretty good. One twenty-seven, one thirteen. The final there. The Lakers are putting it on the the Hornets now. They've turned it around. They were down in the second half. Uh, you know who's playing really well? 
Carmelo, man. 26 Solid. tonight. Solid. Six How much time's left? Uh, 449. To oh, that game is far from over. <laughs> <laughs> you going to take Hornets in game? No. No, I'm just saying. NBA, five minutes, four minutes, it's like eternity. And by the way, Nikola Jokic uh, will likely be suspended uh, after this uh, blindside hit on Markeith Morris. He's a big old dude, too. Absolutely decked him in the back. Um, so something to keep an eye on there for Nikola Jokic. All right, uh, wrapping things up, just going back to Monday Night Football. <laughs> Justin Fields, watching that drive that got him into the end zone to make it a 27-26 Bears lead, does that make you feel better about the Bears moving forward this year, better about Justin Fields, none of the above? What, what did you Well, I don't think I ever wavered on feeling that he's extremely talented. What it does make me feel is it makes me feel confident that he's starting to gain confidence, which is very important. You know, again, I told you I thought he had body language issues early. A lot of that comes from lack of confidence, you know, lack of success. So on this stage, Monday Night Football, showing, you know, the country, the world, you know, the Bears fan base, some of the things that he's capable of doing, I think is important. And hopefully they can build upon that. I'm not convinced they will because of their head coach, who I don't think is very good. But if Justin can just continue to build Ever so slowly, what you're really looking for is that last three, four games of the year and how he plays in that stretch. And Steelers. They're in the playoffs. They're going to make the playoffs. Figured it out. That's just what Mike T does. Yep, figured it out. Oh, uh, Scott Frost is staying around in Nebraska. Congrats, Scotty. We call him Frosty Flakes. Yeah? Yep. All right, that's going to do it for our show. Uh, Thanks to Brad Powers. Thanks to Mike Sando, our producer Aaron Oster. Scott Seidenberg with the look ahead coming up next right here on VC. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters 
every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.